Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. This week on the Vintage Radio Club, the CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents a story of a would-be CEO of his father-in-law's corporation who is threatened with a revelation of a dark deed in his past. It's called No Hiding Place. And to listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Wednesdays are all about detectives, like Detective Annie Clover in Broadway Is My Beat. This episode originally aired on June 16th, 1952, and it's called The Lila Hunter Murder Case. Broadway's My Beat, the exciting drama of people who walk the great white way, with Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. There comes a time on Broadway, a little-known time, when night takes its hour to die. When neon buzzes fitfully, dies. When the spectacular starts their final circuit. When the features turn a corner, go away. Lonely time and limbo when the sea is layered with the imagined echoes of the screen. So walk it and feel it. The ending is something or another. And Broadway's clock spins fast. <laughs> And east now, walk it toward the river, and its special night sound and smells and its curve of waning moon. Stop and consider this thing. All right, boys, put it down. Well, it looks like this girl's been in the river more than a couple of hours, Danny. Yeah. I'd say about a day. Hold that light still, won't you, my lord? It's a little damp. It looks bigger. It's all the light. Yeah. Here's the... Here, back to the next. Mm-hmm. Could have hit something out there, a log, anything. Maybe. Sure, pretty good. Real nice features. Hold oh, that light still, just quiet, like I've been to see what kind of a reaction you get. <whistles> Lila Hunter. No yeah. mistake about it. No mistake, my friend. Lila Hunter, all right. In the river? How do you figure? Hey, ask you something, Danny. The whole police force is out looking for us for suspicion of murder. She's in the river. How do you think? That's a good question, Markman. It's got to get answered. Yeah. Hey, you want me to wait here for technical? 
Well, sure, I'll wait. Soul River and the end of night with swirls of mist. And on the wind, the cry deep in the steamer's throat. The muted splash of oil slick waters. The musty odors of night-ridden waterfront and the chill gleam of dimming reflections. And dark shadows and alley shadows gathered at this moment at the edge of night. Veiled in mist, summoned by the girl who has slept away a part of her dying in river depth. And this is a June pastoral at the end of night. Wait with it a while, give it into the hands of the official handlers of the dead. Leave it. And then a cot in a squadron at headquarters sleep until daylight strikes you between the eyes. And wake with the emptiness still heavy on your back. And walk a corridor to your office. And the door that opens into another day. I kept it hot for you, Danny. Yeah? Thanks, you know. I rented the use of technician Gordon's bunks and burner. Rented? So he charged me a dime. When I explained it to him that it was your coffee I was keeping hot, he wanted to up the hype. I sneered on him. He off-quoted Tartaglia's sneer. Did Joe Gordon's back down to a dime. Here, then. Hot coffee and a budget Zimmerman bummer. Thanks, you know. Oh, uh, here. What did it do? Forget it, Danny. Forget it. Some other time you'll save me breakfast and burgers as well. For free. <clears throat> me as matters is more important to discuss, Danny. You and I. Now, what have you think? The money is in my hands, Danny. First, an entered the seashore of hunter. Hmm? What about her? Your diagnosis that she had been in the river maybe a day has been confirmed by our good doctor since And the bill is back of her neck? In the opinion of the good doctor, could have come from a source with intent to kill by drowning. Could also have come from a hitting a piling or a piece of flotsam or a... Yeah, uh, all right. What else? What else is meant the murder she was suspected of committing. For which all points bulletins were issued on her. From which she was a fugitive. You bring me your own down on it? I found a note on my desk this morning where you left it, Danny, and I have brought you the rundown. Mm-hmm. Per your request, per as follows. While a hunter wanted for the murder of Marty Scott. Marty Scott suspected and wanted for a recent bank robbery upstate, netting 40 grand. Then found shot to death in Lila Hunter's apartment two nights ago. His bag tight, no Lila, no bank bills. You care also for a resume with a rundown from technical, Danny? Yeah, I care for it. <clears throat> Marty Scott murdered with Lila Hunter's gun. Gun found later the night of his killing in an alley trash can. Checked by our boys, then by ballistics. Gun was licensed to Lila Hunter. Bullet from gun killed Marty. Time established at 536 of that. Hey, you, you. Hey, nothing is considered no, proper. Hey, that told me you were the one to see about Lila. Then They told me you were in charge of her death. They told me you woke her from the river. Who are you? Tommy Hamilton. Memory of a man. Memory of a poet. Wino. Skid Row Bum. Wino was nice to me once. I drank the dregs from a glass of wine to sip. Here. $500. Take it. For what? For the burial of a child at once slaughtered. For the wrapping in earth of Lila. And the stone. And the blood red rose on her grave. Lana deserves more than potted field. I buy it for her. I'm rich and I buy nice things for the dead. Where'd you get it? A man like you, where do you get five? Mine to give. Where'd you get it from? I uh, left out a friend. Tommy Hamilton, also bigger. I begged and a kindly man threw it to me. Oh, kindly man. Walks, Skid Row, 
Now, smile, listen. Those money even better. Smiles and we scrounge for it. Very kindly. Tell me who he is. Who gave the beggar $500? Reflection of a man. Mike Ryan. Now, about Lila. I want Lila to have the nice things of death. All the little luxuries to pursue. Other question, Tommy. How does a man like you know a woman like Lila? I told you. You didn't know her, did you? No. No, no. Then Mike Bryan sent you here with that money. Yeah, I, I run errands from sometimes. This was the nicest. Hold him, Gino, until I talk with a kindly man. about Marty's death, Mike, weren't you? You know that. Selena, dear. Yes, like that. Thank you. He used to work for you. Well, once I had a history, Danny, long time ago. No police record, but a history. Police didn't like me. Shook me down, made pledges what they would do to me. But I never went to jail. Uh, Danny, Danny, you know what I do now. I lay fears for housing projects. I know all about them. Just talk to me about Marty Scott. Uh, once. Once when the police didn't like me, Marty used to run down to the corner and get me the three papers I like to read. And now no connection. None. But Danny, he robbed the bank last week. What connection? Just left your employ and struck out for himself, then. Quite pleasant here. Music, chocolate, furniture, drapes, Selena, quiet talk. Don't come into my place, Danny. Make suggestions to me like that. Take me down to headquarters, say whatever you like. Not here. But Danny. Huh? You were doing very well. I was going to make a suggestion. All of us here would be nicer. But Selena, do I call? Try it this way, Mike. A man came in from Skid Row. He had five hundred dollars. Never mind, dear. Sorry, Danny. Go on. Five hundred dollars for a funeral. You want me to deny it? Tell me about it. Before Selena, it was Lila. Uh, you're a sentimental man. That's right. I wanted to pay for Lila's funeral. I didn't want to scream about it. It appears I was in it. Before Selena, there was Lila. And for Lila, after you, there was Marty Scott. Is that the way it was? Yes. I told Lila Marty was nothing. She wouldn't listen. When was the last time you spoke to Lila? Recently. The night Marty was killed, come to think of it. She called me from a place in Victor's. It turned out to be a Skid Row hotel. You saw her there? No, no. She told me what it was, said she was in trouble, said she needed money. Said she'd registered under the name of the... Some fictitious name, uh, Molly. Molly Drew, I think. No, I didn't go to her. I'd made a prediction to her what would happen if she played with Marty. It had happened. 
I reminded her of it and hung up. The place was called Victor's, Danny. Perhaps you'll find out something there. Let me know. Yes, Danny. Yes, dear. This is a David Lee. A policeman looking for a bear lost in the pages of my hotel register. <laughs> How many years back do you want, mister? I have them piled in stacks in my room. And tomorrow, girls, I could write their names myself for you. Well, what's the pleasure, mister? This one. Molly Drew. Oh, that one, huh? Nice. Ah, hmm? uh, you wouldn't have liked her anyway. She's a flitter. I looked in on her this morning and she get it away. That's how it is with you, huh, mister? You tear her name out of my book. And the other one, I think? The poor memory. Show me the room she had. Yes, sir. I'll show you the room where Molly Drew slept. Or was awake. Myself, I couldn't tell you which. Well, come on along. The things are still around. I ain't had time to clean. You couldn't mind, huh, Mr. Mr. Dad, huh, Mr. Well, I'll leave you alone with it. Because I know how it is. to provide medical care and nutrition to the underprivileged children of the world. You are doing this through UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund. Created by the General Assembly of the United Nations in 1946, it did such fine work in helping the children in war-devastated countries that in 1950, it was decided to shift the emphasis from emergency relief to continuing aid for the world's children, particularly in underdeveloped countries. Through its maternal and child welfare services, its mass health program, and its child nutrition program, it is making this world a better place to live in for millions of children. You are a part of the great work being done by this special body of the United Nations, and it costs you only six cents a year. The music of June captures that of loudspeakers, flows gently down Broadway, and the languorous early summer is cadence to the rhythm of blues, and the crazy songs and the torch songs that were already dim in the 20s. 
The ladies of the spectacular sway gracefully on the mass of beaches. The time is flashed at electronic intervals, and the hawkers and the gimmick boys join their wares. June on Broadway, peanuts, popcorn, and mannequins dressed as brides. And the room where I was, the hospital room. The quiet voice was muted to the drifting night. Don't look so deep. Muted to pain. Danny will be all right. I'll give you my word on it. Easy for you to say. You're a doctor. You don't teach such things to say in school. It's a whole study what you should say to the friends of friends with bullet holes. Do you know? I would be plainly understood between us, Dr. Sinski. But with me, you don't have to schmooze. With me, you can come right out and... You know, the doctor's telling you the truth. I'll be all right. I'll go call Mrs. Tartaglia. She's waiting. Hold it. Good night, don't you know? Danny, I'm the doctor, huh? That's right. In this room, this is my province in here. I give the orders, huh? So lie back and waste no strength, huh? You need to build them up with left for you. That's bad, I Practice shoulder, toe, and I speak nothing of shock. This is my province where there is pain and shock. You wish something of me, Danny? A drink of water? I should read to you, maybe? Wait a minute. That page I tore out of the hotel register. Handwriting experts have gone over it, Danny. The name Molly Drew was written by the hand of the deceased Lala. But the, the bag I found in the room. At your disposal and technical, Danny. No money in it. No money from the bank robbery performed by Molly Scott, also deceased by the hand of Lala. That the woman, the hotel manager, Mrs. Victor. My question, I want to know. It'll keep, Danny. I promise you, it'll keep. All right, I brought you something. A needle mm. guaranteed to bring sleep to the rest of us. Yeah, it'll sting a little down. That's it, Dan. Good boy, Dan. Sleep, Dan. four days in the hospital. A novel read, Jim Rummy with Nurse Popeless and chocolate-covered cherries in the fellows in homicide. Complete with a note from Officer Robert Francis's Bob Hayward, the fun-loving group. A visit from Sergeant and Mrs. Tartaglia, and pizzas in brown paper bags. Also reporters who brought nothing but eight chocolate-covered cherries and pizzas. Examinations in bandage changes, solitaire, and boredom, and most hopelessly, some I always have two when I knock with one. Four days in a hospital. And then the fifth morning, get up, get out of there. Back to work, check in, phone calls, have mother and bring in Mrs. Victor, proprietor of Victor's on Skid Row. Talk to her. I don't know what you want to talk to me about. What the police have been talking to you about for four days, Mrs. Victor. Mm, shoulder hurt much? It's a turn around. Uh, I got a bum shoulder myself. Don't hurt much when it rains. Hold it when the sun is enlightened. Watch out. Climb under your bed and watch out. <laughs> got a cigarette? Uh, here, have one of mine, Mrs. Victor. Uh, you want a light? I ain't going to chew on it. Chew on my life. Yeah. Who shot me, Mrs. Victor? You've been in the hospital. You don't know what I've been telling them cops, do you? No, I don't. Boy, I was as surprised as you was when you got shot. The lady up in 212 screamed down the hall. Her fuse was blown. So I was on the second floor with Jesus when I heard black, 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 three shots. Who is the lady? I checked out, Danny. Trancher with no baggage, according to her, uh, Mrs. Victor. Yeah, according to me. If you can't believe me, who are you going to believe in this world? Let's talk about Lila Hunter. Huh? Lila Hunter, you know who he means. The girl who registered as Molly Drew. Oh, litter. I could tell. I size people. You understand something, Mrs. Victor? Do you understand we're trying to solve a double murder and you're right in the middle of it? That Lila. 
That Molly, whoever she was, a flitter. That's true, but she was found dead. She'd been dead for a day when she was found. Now, think about it. Did she have any visitors last Monday? I couldn't tell. But you must have read in the papers that she was wanted for murder, didn't you? Situation. No paper said no Molly Drew was wanted for nothing. Now, let me tell you one thing right now. What do you want, Tina? That robbery Marty Scott was mixed up in, some of the dough turned up. Holding a guy in the Harlem precinct. He tried to make a deposit at the Ruxton National Bank on 106 Grand Street. Cashier caught it, called us. Keep talking to Mrs. Victor, madam. Yep. But you know, squad cars waiting, Danny. Mike? 
Didn't see this lady before? They come like that. Hmm? Where do you get them? I told you where. Out of whole thousand skid row. I want to go back to my city. A little later. Now. Now I want to go back. What's the matter? Don't you like Mike? I'm not going to stay here. Not with him. Not with him. Don't let him touch me. Get him away from me. Dear lady, I just want to assure you that I... Get him to... away from me. Hey, back up, Mike. Sit down. You too, Mrs. Victor. Why are you afraid of him, Mrs. Richardson? Uh, he's scared me once. I never got over it. Him with that gun. We go crazy fast in your jail. Why did he scare you, Mrs. Richardson? I want to help you. Then he brought Lila Hunter into your hotel. Oh, you, Mike Bryan, or whatever you call yourself. Gangster, what's the idea of coming into my place with a gun? What's the idea of making that poor girl sign that register? What's the matter with you, anyhow? You think I'm crazy? You ought to look in the mirror. That's what you ought to do. I told you, Mrs. Victor. He's got to hit me. He's got to kill me. That's the way he said he would. You boys haven't been here. That does it, doesn't it, Mike? Does what? Well, you simple, Mike. You know what it does. Marty Scott took your woman, the one before Selena, Lila Hunter. You killed Marty. I did what? Killed Marty. The Lila's gun. Then you killed Lila. Bumped in the river. That's interesting. How do you figure all that? Like this. Marty pulled a bank job. He and Lila were taking off to Mexico. She bought tickets for both of them for the bank money. Figure it this way, Danny. What you said, the first. Lila killed Marty. Took the money. Double cross. Funny we think you got the rest of that money, Mike. Me? How? Oh. Marty didn't have it. Lila didn't have Somebody has to have it. The killer. Oh, how do you like that? How do you like that? Big killer, Mike. Clever. Kill a girl. Pay for a funeral just to make a strike back on her. To come to you. So you could tell us where she was. In a flea bag on an assumed name like a fugitive. Like a girl who's just killed Marty Scott. And held a gun on Mrs. Victor, terrified her. Oh, I wasn't scared. I was just acting. Terrified her. Told her you'd kill her unless Mrs. Victor told the story she did. Registered Lila in Skid Row, then slugged her and killed her. And what kind of a story is that about Lila phoning you for help, for money? She had money, bank loot, Marty. What about it, Mike? Nobody takes anything away from me. Marty tried it with Lila. Look what happened to both of them. Just do me a favor, Danny. Call Selena. Tell her not to wait. to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, the common saying of there is no honor among thieves plays a part in this story. I do apologize, however, for the sound quality. Believe me, it was much worse. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, 
Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow, it's a new episode of Inner to Mysteries, and join us next Wednesday for some more Broadway Is My Beat. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.